As every parent knows, getting back into the routine and back to school season in general can be really stressful for both kids and the parents. But there are so many ways you can help make this transition easier for your overall wellness and health. In this panel discussion with me today are Dr. Janat Perveen. She's a primary care physician and Jovita D'Souza. She's a primary care nurse practitioner and they're both with Evergreen Health. Dr. Perveen, I'd like to start with you. If you would, what's the best way to get our kids ready to get back into the school schedule? If we're making a list, what goes on it? So three things is very important. First is sleep routine to transition them to regular sleep schedule. And second is like getting physical exam or I guess like sports physical because it's a very important time to enroll in sports team. And obviously, lastly, but we cannot ignore like the meal or nutritious uh, for a student, uh, which will give them uh, focus throughout the day. So these three things are very important. Jovita, as we look at those three things and we talk to our kids and we start getting them ready to get back to school, what do you want parents to know about getting them ready and getting them mentally ready and even establishing a healthy sleep routine, getting them to sleep a little bit earlier. I know with my teens, that's that's not always easy to do. That's correct. We need to help to get our parents and also importantly, the students and children to get them back into um, a routine school and uh, work um, schedule. So over the summer, there are uh, routine changes, whether it be sleeping, waking, eating, playing, and it'll be a little different when they get back to school. And it is hard to transition within the few days uh, unless we don't start this earlier. So it's recommended that we transition them from the summer to their school um, a few weeks before the school starts, at least a couple of weeks, one to two weeks before the school starts, try to transition them into a healthy sleep routine. Uh, sleep is very important for children, for their growth, uh, and also for their health. And so any sleep deprivation or inconsistent sleep schedule has shown to contribute to poor concentration and behavioral difficulties. It also reduces their problem-solving abilities, and this can affect their physical health and also result in health complications like being overweight or developing diabetes. So we recommend that they start about two weeks before school. The parents can work with their child to return to regular school schedule uh, and set in uh, incremental um, hours. So uh, two weeks before they can wake up I mean, get to bed an hour earlier, and then the following week, a couple hours earlier. So they get to bed every week an hour before their usual summer time. So once the school starts, they'll be able to stick to the schedule, and we don't want to use the weekend to catch up on sleep. So it's important that parents help your child to relax um, their routine, getting into bedtime, help them unwind, so reducing um, there are video games, limiting TV, screen times, any electronic distractions before bedtime is recommended. Also other things such as large meals, any soda, caffeine intake is um, um, recommended to be avoided before bedtime. The National Sleep Foundation recommends that school-age children from the ages 6 to 13 should get about 9 to 11 hours of solid sleep per night, and for high school students should get about 8 to 10 hours of sleep. Uh, I would also like to mention that um, when we want to unwind them, we also want to avoid any vigorous activities right before bedtime. 
So it helps them to unwind and get into uh, a sleep routine. That is a lot of information, really great information. Dr. Purveen, when we hear Jovita tell us that they should not be using their electronics and that sort of thing, well, according to the American Academy of Pediatrics, screen time has really changed. And a lot of the kids, mine included, do their homework on the computer. So the screen time is really different than it used to be. So what are we supposed to do when they have so much homework and they're doing it on their computers or even on their phones and then it's like 10 o'clock and it's like, okay, come on, you really got to go to bed. What should we do about that issue with screen time? At night, I know it's a very important question. You, you were right, Melanie. Like a guideline has changed uh, because most of the time, even for us, like we use screen a lot uh, for students and children. Um, so nowadays, um, like uh, American uh, Board of Pediatrics, uh, they recommended like age group from two to five, they should not have a screen time more than one hour. Uh, and appropriately, they should have less than one hour. But you know, for childrens, I mean, student uh, uh, children going to schools, they, they have most of the homework on screen. Even they spend a lot of time at school doing computer work. So nowadays, guideline is um, they should spend not more than two hours for recreational use for screen time, uh, addition to educational screen time. So that's kind of like excluded. That's so interesting. So so we really have to kind of monitor our children in a way so that we know the difference between the screen time that they're using for homework and to write a paper and look up websites the teacher tells them versus scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or doing any of those things and sticking with you for a second, Dr. Praveen, back to, back to school physicals vaccinations. They're so important today. Tell us what you'd like parents to know and including the pre-participation sports physical that so many kids need before they participate in sports. Yes, like, you know, annual physical exam, which is yearly basis for students, is very important because it's part of child's health care. And back to school time, I think it's a great time to putting that in on schedule um, it's uh, because it's popular time to register for a sports team and sports team wants to make sure uh, our children are in good health and vaccinations are up to date. And at this visit, we also kind of like monitor uh, child development, uh, if vaccination is up to date or not. Because of recent MMR outbreak, Washington state has law that parents cannot deny MMR vaccination for their children except religious basis or if there is any allergy. So that's also important to know. And it also gives them a protection uh, from diseases uh, which they get exposed when they start school. Uh, during physical exam or annual exam, it's very important time even for parents if they have any concern like emotional or developmental or even social concern, uh, what is appropriate screen time, which we just discussed. And also like picky eater, you know, that's a very uh, important question for all the parents, like how they can make picky eater to eat their uh, important nutrient which they need. So those are very important things uh, during this visit. Um, and it's also important uh, if uh, even children are in good health, 
to make sure they see their doctors and providers on a regular basis. Uh, so we can monitor them on development, and if we find any any concern, we can address right away. So important. So Jovita, tell us a little bit more about the nutrition. Where does it fit into this picture? And if we're trying to figure out lunch every day, as many parents right now are doing, what do you want us to know about breakfast, lunch, dinner, so that they're really ready to study, ready to learn, and have energy? Good nutrition is uh, very important, uh, especially for kids getting to school. It's important that they get a good breakfast. It uh, helps them to be very alert during the class. And also it's important is to get the right foods to them because this will help them to get rest, recover from any infections. And so when we transition them from the summer to school, because during summertime we enjoy barbecues, we have potlucks, picnics and parties and on-the-go meals, instant foods, or even on our road trips and beach days, it's hard to have a routine. And so we transition them back into a school routine where it's important that they get off to class with the right food for breakfast and lunch, so healthy snacks, good proteins, and enough of calories to get them and help them focus throughout the day. Um, one way that the parent could help the child is we could, while we go grocery shopping, we can have them participate uh, and choose and make good um, choices as far as what foods are nutritious, what are healthy, and how much they need to have for each of them. It can be a fun activity to do together as a family and also a great tool for the child to learn about meal planning that they will later need in life. Our parents can also check their lunch bags when, and backpacks when they get back home to make sure that they're eating everything that they take with them and they don't come home hungry. It's a good way to have a communication with their child to ensure they're eating the right food that they need for their school because it's important for their growth and development. So important. And what great information, ladies, as we wrap up. Let's start with you, Dr. Purveen. Please tell us what you'd like the listeners to take from this. As far as anxiety, even sometimes 9, 10-year-olds have a little separation anxiety or a little school anxiety. They're, you know, they're a little nervous to go back to new classes with new people in them, new teachers. What do you want parents to know about that anxiety, and how we can get them ready and get them excited so that they jump into school and they're ready to learn? That's a great question. So obviously, when um, kids start their kindergarten, even middle school or high school, it can be very stressful for them. Obviously, all schools have their orientation day or welcome day. And at the same time, as parents, um, we have responsibilities as well uh, to kind of like ease this uh, transition uh, normally and smoothly, um, like talk about the school and then take them to the school before welcome day and get oriented and also like uh, browse uh, their website, uh, that kind of like takes some uh, stress away from the children. And uh, another thing I would like to add here regarding school stress and anxiety, it also can be related to sleep deprivation, which we get during summertime from our children. Uh, research showed that presumptive, I mean from school anxiety to presumptive ADHD diagnosis maybe can be from sleep deprivation during summer. Uh, which decrease their performance. So kind of like communicate with your children, uh, make them understand, and when they will see the main focus and what's affecting and how they can relieve the stress uh, during first few weeks of the school, like having uh, good sleep, nutrition, and getting to know the school, getting to know your teacher and know the students or the children in the class, that will help. 
one more thing I would like to add, like U.S. Department of Food and Human Service uh, made a plate on their website. If you search it, uh, it will pop up on Google um, uh, it, to help uh, parents uh, and guide them how to make nutritious food and help their kids to eat well, make sure they have grains, vegetables, fruits, dairy, protein, and enough hydration uh, on daily basis. So I think those are very important. Uh, and as Jovita mentioned, like include them, like prepping the list, even cooking. I mean, for my son, even he's 12, he doesn't like egg. But when I asked him, okay, would you like to prepare some egg, like egg scramble? And he made it. He followed online recipe, although he didn't listen to me. And he, he liked it. So I think that way we can kind of like make sure they're uh, transitioning to school time appropriately just before starting the school. So true and something every parent experiences. So Jovita, last word to you. If you were to let parents know the most important thing you'd like them to know about the whole bit, getting ready for school, all of the stress and the nutrition and the sleep and the screen time and everything we've talked about today, what do you want parents to know about taking care of themselves at this time of the year so that they can help their children? Yes, Melanie, that is um, a good point that um, while we are getting our children ready for school, Parents also need to uh, are a part of um, the ch- child's life, and very important is um, helping them grow, learn, and develop. And so, parents also need to take care of themselves too. They can be a good role model to the child while, while they themselves have a, a routine sleep, awake, uh, healthy eating, regular ex- uh, physical activity. Um, it can be a good encouragement for ch- for the children too that they too also need to have routines. Um, not only because school, um, we need routines, but also it's important for our health. So while they are getting back to school and they are uh, encountering new situations, classrooms or teachers, the parents can focus on positive things for the child that they are going to be encountering when they get to school. And um, parents also need to take care of themselves. So getting them all this information um, along with um, health and hygiene, which is Uh, reminding kids about hand hygiene, uh, washing hands, and um, preventing germs, staying healthy, staying active is important. Wonderful information and so well said. Thank you, ladies, so much. And as a parent, I know that they would rather look up a recipe online and learn it that way, just as Dr. Praveen says. But anything we can do to help our kids eat healthier, to help them have more energy so that they are better learners. It's going to help us all. So thank you both for joining us. That wraps up this episode of Checkup Chat with Evergreen Health. To find a primary care provider in your neighborhood to support your family's health all year long, visit evergreenhealth.com. And for quick and healthy weeknight meal ideas and so much more, please visit our website, healthiestbest.com. If you found this podcast as informative as I did and relatable as I did, please share on your social media, share with your friends and family. We're all going through this right now together, and we've just gotten really great information from the experts at Evergreen Health. So share with people so that we can all learn together and be sure to check out all the other interesting podcasts in our library. Until next time, I'm Melanie Cole.